Harry Talks, welcome back. Number 33. Lucky number for some, bad luck for others. I hate 33, the number 33, because it like it's like a third, but like it never truly like of like oh it just wigs me out. But other than that, I pride myself on being Sydney's best dressed podcaster. <laughs> and that's why this guest means a lot, because I would put them up there. I reckon there's not much competition compared to Gauchi on best dressed bands in Sydney. And they've come through roaring today with some absolute stees. So I've got the best best the best dressed band in Sydney, Gauchi. Thanks for coming on. Oh no worries. Thanks for having so, us. Thanks for having us. It's a it's a big title. Best yeah, dressed band. I really should have put a bit more effort into it today. Dude, no, the guitar hero stays if you're watching. <laughs> it, we'll take some pictures after. It is fresh. Um who else, would, who else is well-dressed, do you think? Well-dressed band. I mean, like... I don't want to let anyone down. <laughs> I might not say them. Um, well-dressed bands in Sydney. I mean, Johnny Reebok always looks fresh. Yeah, true. I guess he's not a band, though. It's hard as yeah, an ensemble. That's thing, yeah. You know? You really got to tie it all together. <laughs> Johnny Reebok, he came in with just, like, blanks. All this paint on his t-shirt. Like, that is hard. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to the Reebok. Yeah, that was a great episode, one for the ages. Um, welcome to Parry Talks. Um, shit question, but I just got to you know put it out there because we are humans. Um, how are we going? How have we navigated twenty twenty? Um, have there been any silver linings that you sort of see? You yeah, know? like I think. It was the first time where, because of like job seeker and keeper, the government actually gave everyone a livable wage for not having to work. At least like I work a retail job in the side, so I don't get as much time as I'd like to do music. And I feel like that's kind of the same. We all work quite a bit, but because of COVID, we didn't have to work as much or like there wasn't as much work, but we were still being paid. So there was just like, mass time to just do music like absolutely every day of the week you know even having like three hours a day to just do music constantly over a week is so different than trying to like fit it in in between like the thing you don't really want to do for me um so that was actually like obviously it was hard and like it was boring sometimes but like it's been kind of fresh to just do as much music as like a poss- we possibly can like writing constantly every single day changes the way I feel like you approach music you almost get better at it it's like I don't know playing soccer or some shit it's like if you do it every single day of the week you're actually obviously going to be better than if you only get to do it once a week yeah. or yeah. like because we're all really busy we kind of have one day a week that's like gouchy day. We have it in our calendars. <laughs> yeah. like, we recently just switched days as well. So Yeah, that was a big deal. Switch from Mondays to Wednesdays. <laughs> oh, Monday's gouchy day. Yeah, well, Monday. <laughs> it's always no good. Thanks. We always had a long weekend because yeah. Monday was always gouchy day. Dude, having something on Monday to look forward to is so important for mental health, I reckon. Like, Definitely. We, I play trivia here on a Monday night and it just makes Monday that much easier knowing that. Yeah, like there's that thing. So gouchy day, but why did you change days? That's scheduling scheduling. Conflicts. What's the new day? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday's good as well. Yeah, yeah. midweek. You know, <laughs> hump day. Hump day. We don't know if it'll be good. I guess. Yeah, we gotta figure it out. Maybe it was meant to start. Well, actually, it's meant to start next week, but so maybe creative juices will either be flowing or uh, <laughs> blocked up. We gotta see what a Wednesday's like. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but not to get deep about this, I feel like my motivation levels through the week are so cyclical, but I can always track them. Like, they're so similar in terms of, like, Thursdays are just, like, hell day for me. <laughs> but then when Friday, like, knowing, getting to bed on a Thursday night, it's like, Friday's coming, because I do the podcast on Friday, that's something to look forward to, it's not mm. work. And then Saturday, Sunday, friends, and then Monday, trivia, and then just, like, this constant... And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday again. Yeah, it's just <laughs> back getting slayed but yeah, yeah I think that's super interesting yeah I I think for me it's more that if I know people are going to be around that I enjoy being around with then that's when I'm most excited but then if I know I've got to work by myself I'm like I am going to procrastinate until 
the eleventh hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like schedules lately have been kind of thrown out. The yeah. like weekends don't matter as much because there's not as much to do. Mm. For me, at least, it's like like shows are starting to happen again, so that kind of has it. But I feel like weekends and weekdays at the moment don't have much of a like disparity. Mm. Yeah, like it's like. kind of like that. It's it's blending a bit into one. Yeah. But Mondays were always. I always did quite like Mondays are great days for like because you it's the beginning of the week and you think you're gonna have to do something you don't want to, but then like being able to just be in the studio on a Monday is fresh. Yeah. yeah, it's fresh. Yeah, I've been using fresh so much recently as well. I don't know why. It's just a word and a half. Oh, literally. Fresh. I think my vocabulary is just fresh and vibes. <laughs> oh, vibes is it? That's like up here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah when you a, get to vibes, you've reached the pinnacle it's of the, like the holy grail of words. Yeah. I'm sure if you <laughs> holy like, grail of feelings is uh, the vibes. You know how you can like search on like Facebook. We've got like a group chat with our manager, and you can like search a word, and it tells you how many times you've used it. Yeah. I'm scared to search vibes because <laughs> I reckon it's just gonna come up like several hundred times. My big word right now is epic. Mm. Oh yeah, that's pretty epic. It, yeah, see, it's, oh, it's, it's catching on. It's so oh, awesome to say. <laughs> it's so awesome to say, and like I guarantee, you guys will be at lunch today, and someone say, "These yeah. trips are epic," <laughs> and then it'll be game over. Um, I'm quite a fan of the like. Um, not many people use it, like awesome sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and again, so we redact that. <laughs> yeah, make sure you bleep that. <laughs> I said no hard swearing. Like, where's the where's the respect for the platform? Um, so how do you get your name? I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. We've been asked that question really several times. Yeah. See, look, I put it in like if you look at my notes, I put it in like the uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, and then I put how'd you meet as well. Um, Me and Felix met here actually. I don't remember that. I do because it was um my birthday, but it was like not like specifically my birthday's when I met, but we were at the pub, and I was I knew you through like a friend, and I was like hi. I still don't remember that. I think it's, yeah. But that was like five years ago or something. Jeez. I've known Antonio for a long time too. <laughs> Straight out of the womb. People say Straight that. out of the womb. <laughs> Who's the elder sibling? Antonio. Do you think that in your creative process that the elder sibling over the shoulder sort of, you know how like there are those classic tropes of like how an elder sibling will react or a younger sibling will react or... Say something nice here, David. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that? I think Antonio is the... Uh, is the guide on my path. <laughs> <laughs> she guides me. But I uh, know it's fine. I don't think we've got There's a definitely lot like a, an older sister dynamic, even towards me. It's more like the, <laughs> the mother. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially on like, on everyone. <laughs> You're also like engineer Grandma. too. So if yeah. I like fucking around in the studio too yeah. much, it's like, you know. Yeah. Um, it's your time like it's your studio <laughs> yeah, so like, it's like while it's older sister it's also like you know, there would be a lot yeah. of like us watching YouTube videos and Antonio's just like can you guys turn off <laughs> like I'm actually trying to do work for us here and you guys are just laughing in the corner and we're like oh, it's, called, it's called research <laughs> <laughs> we do market research yeah. Yeah. there was a time when we were doing like vocal demos and I was like standing in the booth and David's sitting on the couch he's either asleep or like scrolling on the internet and like I'm directing Felix <laughs> use the computer as well very funny there was that one day when I came back from Europe and I came straight into the studio and I was like, I can't go to sleep. I'm not going to go to sleep. <laughs> and then turned into this video and made it to the couch. It's like... <sighs> and it's just very much a common thing. To be fair, though, thing. everyone falls asleep on that, on that couch. On that couch. And yeah. I just... Yeah, it was, I was just been on something. What's with studio couches just being, like, goat tier? They, they just hit so <laughs> differently. I don't know. It's true. This one is actually not even that comfortable. It's just the, like... It's okay. Yeah, it's been, I, like, small. It's quiet. Yeah. It's always well air-conditioned. You know, this one's really, like, low. Yeah. You just sink into it and you're like, oh. But I know what you mean. Studio couches, they hit different. <laughs> yeah. Like, Simon's one in the studio upstairs at Antonia's. That yeah, one's really good. comfortable. Mm. Found myself nodding off to that. <laughs> I also feel like it's because when you're not needed in a studio, you're really not needed, but you're still going to like sit in the studio and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a yeah. part of this. Yeah. <laughs> so I always, often find myself like being on my phone and then being like, oh, actually, 
Maybe I should try and pay attention. I'm trying to pay attention. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> start nodding off. And that's the gotcha work for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if <laughs> we didn't spend to 12 to 15 hours of David being asleep, on the <laughs> then we've uh, done something just, right. Yeah. And Antonio just writes all the songs. <laughs> um, all right, let's, let's actually get into it. Yeah. You guys make some pretty sick music. And I feel when I listen to Gachi, I think it's, I just identify it so much with just like Sydney for some reason. And I think because it pulls on sort of like the soulful, the poppy elements of like that sort of in-between band world, but also like Sydney's underground dance scene, especially like if you go like a certain venue or party and it's just like disco, tallow disco, it all sort of molds in. So just wondering like, where does that, and especially because you guys have your own solo projects, and you know, own musical endeavors solo. Where do you think that core gouchy sound like evolved from or came from? We've like, I feel like we've we thought that we like we've struggled to figure out where we do fit mm. in the Sydney music scene. In in a in the way that you were saying, it's like we all come from a band history, and but we still want to explore that like poppy kind of dance music scene and it it has been like a little bit of a teetering like not being entirely sure where we sit um and i think that's maybe where the sound comes from like we're not entirely in that dance world like the songs are still structured (laughs) in quite like you know pop structures and also kind of like band structures and like we still play live and i think that's one of the things that differentiates us a little bit and maybe that's what makes us Sydney like we're still kind of a group who play live together I think you know like we're not kind of using decks or anything like we're actually programming live when we play Mm. so I feel like that maybe is one of those reasons that we do fit in between those two I think this EP is where we kind of found our sound finally yeah i think the few singles we've been releasing have been a bit more of an exploration and it's been like a couple what couple of years how long four 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 or five yeah well we've been i guess we've been like playing for five and together yeah and releasing for four um but i think over the years we've what we like has changed and i definitely have Become less involved with like band music and much much more into electronic and like the idea of producing um I remember when we started this band like Antonio took me to 30 studio 301 I'd never been in like a proper studio mm. and I was just like like whoa yeah, <laughs> like like the desk is like it's so quiet yeah yeah literally <laughs> the desk like as big as, as wide as this room and I was like you mean we actually get to like <laughs> put stuff through this so I think that kind of development and like you definitely introduced me into like more electronic music and like you guys definitely always had a love for pop music and mm. I think kind of that rubbed off on rub, rubbed off on me quite a bit um, and I guess it's that kind of amalgamation of all of as you yeah. said like our solo projects and it's it is three people writing music together from different aspects of the kind of Sydney scene mm. Um, and then like also like our friends that we play with or like when we wrote that song with Moz and stuff like we were all kind of like I think learning from each other and everyone was listening to like similar things through the years and then that kind of informed the music that we were making yeah yeah I feel like even just reflecting on that I don't know if it's like I don't know if it's rude to define like sorry let me start again I feel like, and don't get me wrong, saying this, Gouch is more like of a super group energy <laughs> rather than like a band energy, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of it being like, just, we're just band, we're just band, we just, you know, we've been making music together forever, like our tastes are just one, we just make one sort of block monolith of like, this is just us. It's more just like, oh, you guys could do your own things and you, when you come together for Gouch, it's like this special solo project. Um, where like it is almost itself like it's own solo project rather than it being a band mm. I don't know if you sort of like sort of see what I'm getting at yeah 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 but I feel like yeah how do you think do you guys define yourselves as a band or do you say it as something a bit different as a band just coming in from 
your own sort of lanes? I think like we've been tossing around the idea that we're more producers now because like we've tried to challenge the way that we have like created and produced tracks so it's like it's definitely moved into this more electronic pop kind of thing which is yeah, yeah it's more it's way more like programming than band or like live instrumentation but we still have that in there because it's like it's where we've come from as yeah. well we're not about to just like let that go Big time. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we were getting pigeonholed. Too. Yeah. yeah, like band, the the concept of a band is very pigeon, like it's, it's so easy to be pigeonholed. Like people, if you're a band, expect you to kind of release music in a certain way. Like album formats are kind of a thing. Huge emphasis on playing live. Like, and I think we were getting pushed into that. We were kind of playing with like bands that our music was just so different yeah. you know we would be on a, a lineup with like four bands and no one else would be or one person would be playing a synthesizer and the rest would be like live drums yeah. and guitars and bass and like indie pop and stuff and i think we kind of got to a point where we were like we don't sound like any of this this stuff and really we are a band in the sense of we're a group of people playing music but like you said it's more like well, like Antonia said, like three producers or like three songwriters who make, we definitely, we make music in the studio not really thinking about how we're going to play it. You know, yeah. like we sample a lot. We like, we make beats that like no one's going to be able to play live in a sense. Yeah. So it's, yeah, we're producing, we're three, and as you said, it's like we're the three of us writing music rather than, just one yeah, like a band, yeah. like a, a group. In a sense, super group it is. Yeah, super <laughs> group. epic. <Sick. laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, I find it super interesting when, and maybe I overthink it from a fan perspective, when um, people release um, self-titled stuff. Um, I just think there's just something about when there's a self-titled EP, especially being a debut EP or a self-titled album whatever mm. um was it a very conscious decision to make this like the gauchi self-titled because of what you'd already spoken about it being like this sort of finding of a sound or do you think it's just like just a common thing to do and it just like felt right i think we also really struggled with trying to think of something yeah, to, to name it like i think it was like jokingly everyone was like all right well david you can name the ep and i was <laughs> like oh no <laughs> like this is awful but i think yeah in the end I don't think, yeah, it's... I always struggle to kind of think of things like that. And I think yeah. that this is a really, like... We even... Just, yeah, well We even struggle, time. like, picking the names for the singles as well. Yeah. Like, we comb through all the, the words and, like, what we've... Like, the intention behind it or whatever. But, you know, it's, it's always up until the 11th hour again mm. where we're like, this needs to go up into, yeah, like, this the to be, Yeah, this needs to be up What's it the called? <laughs> what are we going to call it? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I think it was, I, I was like, I think I remember one day I was like, guys, I have this crazy idea. What if we call the EP self-titled? <laughs> and Felix was like, I think it's been done before. And I was like, all right, gouchy it is. Stay with gouchy. a radical idea. How about we just, there you go. So I did overthink it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do, I agree. I do like a self-titled, like, first release. Yeah. I think, I think really... that idea appealed to yeah. us too. You know, yeah. like the... Boom. Like yeah. gouchy, gouchy. Yeah. Saying it twice too. It's we like... also we also did the boss move of no, like words on the cover art. Yeah, as well. huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like with the self-titled, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I feel like yeah, self-titled, and and like obviously it's your name, but gouchy typographically. Mm. So perfect, like the yeah. C and the I at the end. Yeah. Oh, we, we took the move to capitalize it, yeah, like on time. Spotify and everything yeah. recently, because it yeah. just looks so much better. Like. Yeah, it's so like you didn't have to name your project, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, we As should. we said, we hate coming up with names. So, um, definitely, and obviously, twenty twenty is a bit etch where you can't perform the music live, or you can perform the music live, but probably not to the same extent same decibels yeah, <laughs> as yeah. you might initially have planned for but how do you think the ep is going to be consumed um not just because you can't listen to it live but i don't know if you guys had changed your listening patterns recently or changed how you listen to music 
because of COVID and all that, um, do you feel like the EP is going to be consumed a bit differently to what you expected, just given the context? I feel like... Cause I was surprised with how much more of a reception, like a full like the full length EP kind of received yeah. like doing singles and I guess like sometimes it's hard to think about the way you listen to music when you release your own music like it's hard you forget to put yourself in like a listener's ears but I love a full length like love an album and like singles are cool and I enjoy listening to them and if they're really really good I'll like put them in playlists and like they'll be in high rotation but then when you get like an album album it's so much more like there's so much so much more incentive to listen to the whole thing from start to finish. Definitely. Yeah. So I think people have been doing that. Obviously, streaming is just what absolutely everyone does these days. Yes. Mm. And I think maybe because people have more time at the moment, or they're at home more, working from home, get to listen to music. Like, people, or at least what people have told me, they really, like, they enjoy listening to the whole thing start yeah. to finish, you know? Like, people have more time to give... An yeah. entire like EP a listen rather than just like flicking through a couple songs. Yeah, people are less busy. Mm-hmm. I find that at the moment, like I'm less busy, so I get to listen. Listening to old albums, I always yeah. used to listen to. I do that a lot too. Um, just heaps more time to listen to music. Yeah, which is amazing. Big time. I feel like I've normally, if a good single comes out, I'm like listen to it a couple times. Wait, for, put it away. Wait for the album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now. Because I feel like I've had so much time, a good single come out, rinsing it. Yeah. Just rinsing yeah. it. And when the album comes down, I'm like, oh, jeez. Like, it's like, oh, I just want to get to the single. Yeah. <laughs> I find I'm not going out to listen to music either. Like, you don't get to go, like, see, see bands, people DJ yeah. on yeah. stuff. So you're not, like, so if you get, like, a banger of a single, like, you're at home on Saturday yeah. night, you got, like, nothing to do. You're drinking a beer. You just, yeah. like, pop that one on repeat for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I find I've got, like, playlists of really good singles at the moment because Ooh. I can't go see DJs. So you kind of have to, like, make your own, like, hype-up playlist for yeah. a Saturday night. It's hard to see what's popping off in the streets. That's true. As the kids say. Yeah, exactly. Um, when... <laughs> 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 um, awesome sauce. Um, <laughs> awesome especially in the DJ world, and you guys come from electronic sort of that sphere as well, so yeah. we can talk about this. And, like... When you go out to like certain clubs and like you hear certain DJs play on a Friday, Saturday night, and you sort of like get a gauge of like, even though it's like deep underground stuff, it's like everyone, it's like all of the music cultures end up merging in the same way where yeah. people just rinse the same songs. Yeah. So I wonder what would be getting rinsed now if it no. wasn't for our EP. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. And like I'm shocking with track names, but I reckon, um, the opener track one, which is also the first single, I think. Yes. Um, yeah. No, no, no. Oh no, it's a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to think. I'm like, I'm not names. sure. Um, yeah, one. I reckon you could easily play that at like feeders, and within a DJ night, because the, those breaks at the yeah, end yeah, yeah. are so luscious. Maybe we got to do a remix. Get the yeah. dance floor, the twelve-inch version. We'd have to. Someone hit us up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we remix our own track. Yeah. I reckon that's a vibe. Doing yeah, that's own. huge. Rework. Sophie did hers her album and like remix the whole thing and like broke up the tracks it's really sick alright so Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> what are all the EDM producers call that oh yeah the VIP mix the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> VIP mix uh, let's go did you, you have a aren't you wearing a chain oh, that yeah, says VIP chain. on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the VIP mix <laughs> yeah. yeah we let's go that one <laughs> yeah um yeah. Oh, you know what I've been listening to, mm. and if you haven't, there's this group from Sydney. They released this like soul record, be- um, Belly Dance. I've never heard. And of um, um, Efficient Space repressed it, and it's like selling like hotcakes. It's cooked. Oh, it's really? called Three. Um, it's called Three Days, man. The Three AM Mix. And I'm telling you, you put that on, it'll change your life. <laughs> if that, I will. If that, if the clubs are open now. That yeah. shit would be the biggest thing in the world <laughs> in Sydney's tight little underground. <laughs> that is one thing I'm missing, like hearing music that other people have like selected. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And I guess there's like live streams and stuff, but you're always like paying less attention and not like it it's doesn't like hit enough, as hard. Yeah. yeah, not loud enough. I am missing like hearing songs that other people yeah. pick. We threw yeah. We threw a little live stream with Room Two Radio. Oh yeah, yeah. Those, 
that there's people that went viral, but then they fully decked it out. Now it's crazy at um, 107. Mm. And we were everyone just had their decibel meters out, like wow, do we need it to be over 95? Like get it to 95. And we had it over 95 for like five minutes, and everyone was like, dude, this is too much. Like I don't miss this. I don't miss my ears burning at all. But we, we got there. We're all, we're all probably going to collectively come out of this period with really good hearing. <laughs> Like, no more tinnitus or tinnitus? How do you say it? Oh, we don't. Let's not open that can of words. I've had many an argument about. It depends how many beers I've had. It's tinnitus oh. after two beers, but before that's tinnitus. Yeah. It makes me smarter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they say never go into business with family. Yeah. I feel like creative fields do get a bit of a pass, though, especially just the way, you know, the brain's trust sort of works. Um... And not to get too sentimental or emotional, but what is so special about writing music and like sort of being very personal and open on records with a sibling and a sibling being a part of that creative process for you two? I guess we've really never like even it's not it's never been weird between us to be like yeah, which is good. I guess yeah, Antonio has always helped me with my music because I I'm like a little bit younger than her, so she was always like. I mean, by the time I was an adult, she was already five years into being an adult. Like, <laughs> sorry to throw you on the bus. <laughs> um, I won't tell anyone how old I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was just always super supportive and like never kind of like made a big deal out of anything that I was doing in like a negative way. So I guess it was never a an issue for us to be open with our creative ideas. Like it was always like a really nice welcoming space and like to bring Felix into that as well has been obviously so great and like Felix has awesome ideas all the time and like yeah it's really I think it's yeah it's super nice and it's it's yeah I guess we have like fought a lot over the years but that's just us being siblings but (laughs) we always come back at the end of the day and it's always really good and there's no like animosity which I think is good I think like another thing is that when you listen to the lyrics as well, they're never really about stuff, so it kind of doesn't ever get weird, like, trying to talk about any, like, yeah. proper feelings, because there's never really feelings about, like, and if, if it were to be about that, it's, like, it's still a safe space to, yeah, you know, I, let people into what's happening, like, it's, yeah. I, I guess we end up writing, like, pretty ambiguous, mm, mm. So ambiguity is pretty, like, I feel like it's a bit easier to write. I then would get stuck thinking about the specifics of situations and not yeah. wanting to like yeah. give away too much or like yeah so yeah we kind of have done a nice job of keeping it very ambiguous yeah I, <laughs> so and I think from a listener's perspective as well like the music's not it's not like plastic there's still like a level of depth to it through its ambiguity and from a listener's point of view I think that it makes the music so much easier to get attached to and like obviously there is you know, and like I listen to hip hop, which is just like like mainly oh, I listen to hip hop. Like, <laughs> my main taste sort of surrounds hip hop, so you know it's like very narrative based, like sort of you know very non fiction sort of narratives and tales and stories. Yeah. But then also when you want to listen to something and just like turn it off for a bit, or you just want to vibe out and zone mm. out, and but still feel something that ambiguity is super nice to reflect yeah. on mm. instead of it being like, oh, here's this specific situation. It's like yeah. I can't yeah. relate to that. I think, yeah, it's ambiguous, but still super relatable. Yeah. yeah. I guess we all have our own projects where that's where we write our intimate yeah. lyrics for, you know? It's like, for the solo thing, is about individual experiences. Whereas when we come together, it's idea-based or collaborative, mm-hmm. and it's more of a feeling and a mood. So people can kind of... I, I, well, I always think people can put their own meaning into it yeah. rather than us kind of bash them over yeah. the heads with what it's about. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, writing together, which I've never done before, writing lyrics together. Initially, it made me kind of uncomfortable writing lyrics with other people. But now, yeah, now we're, it, yeah. It's, you, like, you feel weird, like, writing yeah. lyrics. Like, I, I remember the first couple times we did it. It was like everyone had, like, a... <laughs> Pen and paper. Yeah, you'd be so embarrassed <laughs> to say anything. And like, I don't know if you've ever done this, but reading out lyrics 
so makes you sound like it like you sound like an idiot yeah. um so we'd we'd be there and we'd run shy away from each other <laughs> you'd be like um yeah so I'm, i think i've got something <laughs> and you'd play the music really like usually we have the song kind of written we always yeah. do lyrics last so you'd play the song really loud and you'd be like <laughs> <laughs> you know what that reminds you of it's like when you're in a tube and yeah yeah the yeah it's like it's like a, the first question the easiest question ever it's like what yeah. color is this and everyone's sort of just like looking at each other like you know the answer like someone answer like That's i don't want to exactly answer it. yeah and you know no one's like you you know logically that no one's gonna be like that shit yeah <laughs> like we're not gonna be like that sucks but you're just still so like worried about it but we're, we're way better at it now oh, like we're uh, to the point where we have a sh- like a collaborative like an iNote yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. on the iPhone oh, everyone huge. comes up in different colours that's so sick yeah that's really good actually that is, yeah. shout out Steve Jobs <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a Google Drive guy oh, yeah, Google yeah. Docs are I reckon are supreme over the notes mm. yeah I think yeah. but like I think we're also text message based that huge yeah. but like we hardly ever check the email to be honest <laughs> yeah. like you guys yeah. are just apple <laughs> yeah apple spano please apple I'm, addi- yeah. I'm addicted to my phone <laughs> proudly <laughs> how is and like this is just a random personal question you know they give you the screen time yeah <laughs> has yours improved or worsened oh it's so bad mine's improved was really bad. I was spending like, like nine hours like, a day. Like you're getting <laughs> in, 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 improved. Like you're doing more hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm logging more hours on my phone. Yeah. Days. No, I've done maybe like five, six hours a day a week. Dude, I'm going crazy right now. <laughs> now now a day. Nah, I'm. I'm. If I had a computer one, screen time, mm. game over. That's yeah, serious. Twenty four hours a day. But, I watch a lot of Netflix on my phone. Yeah, oh, yeah it's funny. basically like tech TV size now. So okay. Well, the iPhones are huge. Yeah, is, yeah, it, is another? Oh, Joel, it's a big TV. Yeah, it's a TV. Get the sponsorship. Where's the brand sponsor? Mine keeps on telling me I've gone down ten percent every week. Like you know how it tells yeah, you, yeah. Use, but it never changes. So like, I don't really know what's going on here. Sometimes it's like, oh, your screen time is up forty-five percent. I'm like, oh. it's been a hard week. Yeah, it's been a long week. It's been a rough week. But wouldn't see this is the thing from like a marketing point of view. You want your users to be on their phone as much as they can. Exactly. So reminding them mm. how much they're addicted to their phones, I don't know how that's helping. I don't know if it ever changes my behaviour though. <laughs> I just look at it and I'm like... Oh. It comes up once a week and you're like, <laughs> and, then just, and then just close it and <laughs> yeah. keep on looking at my phone. I'm pretty sure it comes up on a Sunday evening as well. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, scatter, yeah. yeah like, literally yeah. when you're just like... Oh. Not like sick, the 60 minutes clock is ticking. Like, that's when you know. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, if while you're on the phone as well, you're like... Just to keep going. Oh, you guys make some cool music, eh? Um, <laughs> and you make a great podcast. So. <laughs> this is the best thing. When you will never do an interview this rogue ever again. And this isn't even that rogue. We've been pretty serious. That's what I like. You know, no rules. Exactly. If, I um, like my podcast, no rules. <laughs> <laughs> this is my podcast now. This is Steve Jobs' podcast, actually. Recording on GarageBand, iPhone. He's still alive. <laughs> He's living inside the laptop. <laughs> hey, he lives in equity, man. <laughs> <laughs> he will never die. That's generation. As long as I'm still here. That's capitalism, baby. Um, but yeah, joke aside, the EP is fantastic. Massive fan. And obviously, like, the Gauchi sort of project was just leaking singles for a while. And having the self-titled EP for a consumer like me, I'll just, like, now I can properly, like buy into this and champion this and probably almost be a part of this so I think it's fantastic like November what a song um and I think the best thing about the EP that um and not to take away anything from the older work but there's like a grandiosity about it there's something like it's like scaled up it's like welcome like this is just like this massive sort of world um so yeah congrats on the EP thank you thank you when writing it um and I always find this super interesting. Did it just fall out? It's like, oh shit, we've got an EP. Or was it just like, hey guys, I think we're ready for an EP. Let's write an EP. I think we've been writing for so long mm. and we had so many songs. And mm. then we kind of were like, oh, maybe we could do an EP. Mm. And then that was maybe like two and a half years ago. <laughs> 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 and then we spent the next two and a half years kind of cycling through songs that we thought would be on the EP and basically the only ones that stayed was 
actually probably only Paradise. Yeah, Paradise. Everything else is... Everything else is like versions of old yeah. songs, kind of two demos combined. Yeah. Or like yeah. a synth line from something that we... We have like a lot of like, you know, almost in the way that like people make beats. There's like a lot of just beats in a sense, like or ideas or even just like eight bar loops. And probably hundreds and hundreds of those on our computers collectively. And then it's it was kind of about we're pretty disorganized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, filing. Antonia's really good at filing on her computer, but me and Felix are awful. Yeah, so you've gotten better. Yeah, I've started to put dates on my beats. I've never backed up my hard drive ever. That's so that really makes me I so have two hard drives as well. I just never back. I just anyway. I got to do that. That makes me so angry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like that's one of those things where it's just like after you do it, it's just like oh shit, why did I not do it? Yeah, it's like yeah. flossing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like why did I just yeah. not do it, start doing this sooner? That's true. It's Unless like, you guys actually, you know how there's that over. little like niggling bit of anxiety in the back of your yeah. brain as soon Constantly. as you back up your hard drives, it's yeah. gone. <laughs> um, yeah, but we had all of that stuff, and then I think it was just about like picking. There were moments where there was like three other songs that were meant to go on this EP, mm. and then I think we just wrote better songs, mm. so we kind yeah. of picked those. Well, yeah, that's kind of basically what happened. It was like where we intended two and a half years ago to put something out, but we just got better at what we were doing, so we're like, um, all no, so it kind of just like one moved to the back of the line while other ones progressed forward, yeah. and yeah. then it kind of just like ended up being that these ones worked really well together we had for a while there like missing the last final song to tie it in but like yeah. that one kind of just fell out of us yeah I guess November is the newest song on the EP we, only, we wrote that, that two months ago or two months before I guess it was finished yeah, yeah. it was the yeah started writing one probably like June or July or something yeah yeah that was the last song yeah but it felt like it kind of like that felt like the song that tied, tied like together. Paradise and like to save heartbeat, a moment yeah. to like anxious and like heartbeat you know it kind of it still had that like little bit of that like indie pop sensibility with like the guitar and stuff but still had like 808s you know so which kind of tied it to like heartbeat big time mm. call me a fake fan then like the new stuff <laughs> <laughs> <Not saying. laughs> um yeah. <laughs> it's all good, man. That's what we want to hear. You like, you it's like, good, man. You like a new podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you like Gauchi name all their songs. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think it's... And sort of just reflecting back again, just hopping all over the place. Um, like, you've got the Gauchi day designated one day a week. You're all sort of, like, chipping away at your own stuff as well. Does the chipping away at your own stuff and then coming into this, like new sort of group environment make it heaps easier to write for Gauchi, do you think? When you sort of just like your mind sort of boggled in other places and then you come together, it's like, oh, Gauchi. Does it sort of just keep the creative juices flowing? Like just your brain being sort of distracted when you're not? Totally. Yeah. I mean, for me, like I do music as a day job as well. So like I'm constantly doing things for other people and like learning things from them. And it's just like, hey, guys, like look at this thing I learned. How can we put that into what we're doing and it's like not only just me like from Felix and David as well so totally <laughs> it's yeah it's a good way of getting like rid of writer's block for either yeah. side yeah. like I find if I can't do something for like if I'm writing something for someone else and I hit a wall or I just can't write music then if we do something really good on like when we're all together mm. I find I can go back to what I was trying to do and it's just so much clearer yeah or like yeah someone or like Antonio will show me a plug-in or like a synth or like David will do something on a guitar and then I'm like oh actually that would be sick on this other yeah. thing I'm doing you know yeah. it's like you only you I feel like when you're writing music like we all fall into patterns yeah you do the same thing it's like and having someone else do something else it makes you think oh, I could do that, like, in all these other ways. Like, that's an idea I would never come up with myself. Mm. Yeah. But now I know how to do that. So I'm going to steal exactly what they did. <laughs> you know what publishing I mean? on this other Yeah, song. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like... I'm feeding my kids. Literally, <laughs> just steal your friend's ideas. <laughs> um, beautiful. And, oh, shit, I've already gone for 45 minutes. So oh, I'll ask our last serious question. 
and then we'll do some funny ones. We'll talk some Do a silly one. We'll play some silly games. Oh, I love games. Um, Project, um, obviously, it's been you've been around for a while, but I feel like the the march, the strut, has now sort of begun. Um, and obviously, sonically, it has evolved, but not. It hasn't like given done like a Tyler creator yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of just flipping everything on its head mm. how do you think out, the outlook has changed for Gauchi both sonically but also you know personally and how you feel about the project since its inception um, sonically I think we all just want to write pop music mm. like it's what we're all obsessed with at the moment Dua Lipa Selena oh Gomez um, Kim Petras Sophie Charlie XCX like all of that stuff is just like I think that's what we're being informed by for this project at the moment. Yeah. And I think it's just probably going to get more like that because that stuff is so much fun to listen to. And I think in a way, like we'll, we'll obviously still sound like us. Like I don't think no matter how hard we try, we'll still, you know, have like, yeah. or, I think there's always a bit of romanticism in our songs. Like mm. the synths are always like, you know, a bit more like washy. There's always some direct. kind of soundscape element. Yeah, know. exactly. Um, so I think that'll probably happen. But I don't know. We're all pretty, like... I'm pretty, like, schizophrenic with my music taste, so maybe it'll, like, change yeah. <laughs> in six months. Um, but I think also we got... Recently, um, our, our friend Maya kind of came in to manage us. and Shout-outs. Oh, she's literally the best. But I think that was... She sat us down and was like, do you want to take this seriously? Like, you know, we we, we always enjoyed it. And it was just kind of like, we did it because it was fun. But she kind of sat us down and was like, do you want to do this? Like, do you still want to be doing this in five years? If so, like, you got to, like, let's take this seriously. And I think that helped us push the EP out heaps. And I think we're already planning the next one, you know, because of that and sometimes I think it takes a, th- a fourth person particularly with like bands you're not like a solo person so you're like kind of negotiating three people's lives yeah. so I think having that fourth person kind of made us put our like serious caps yeah. on <laughs> so before that it was no management completely independent yep yep, yep. jeez so yeah having that extra opinion and oh, bringing a manager into a project like that we like all sort of somewhat experienced in the music industry like choosing a manager is such an important mm. task because yeah. you've got that previous experience sort of just like yeah understanding, bringing a friend in like that is so special we didn't even plan it i don't think like we weren't looking for a manager or anything yeah. no. just maya's been like antonia's yeah. friend for a while and she kind of suggested it and it just seemed like the perfect yeah and she's been yeah she's I think, yeah, you want to have a friend and a manager. They need to be, like, the fourth person in your band. And you need to be able to say anything to them. Yeah, exactly. You know, you need to be like, no, I hate that idea. Like, you know, like we would to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She also understands everything from a fan perspective as well because she's, yeah. like, our <laughs> biggest fan. Yeah. It's always like, get your She'll badge on too. Facebook. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, the top like, fan badge. Or, like, the top, the first comment on everything. Yeah, always. Is huge. Um, yeah. Obviously, that's like a wholesome conversation. It's great we had it, but the best thing about us having this conversation <laughs> is, I when I send this interview to her, I can see if she's actually been listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I reckon, don't I reckon tell her we've given her a shout out, and then if she's listening, she'll say thanks so much. Yeah. But I reckon an hour, exactly an hour after you send the email, she'll probably reply and be like, <laughs> forty-eight minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, thank you. Yeah, just don't tell her that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been sick. And I think that's kind of made us have like a good trajectory. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's encouraging. She's also got a great music taste. But like impeccable music yeah, taste. Like wall to wall like records. Her and her boyfriend are just like massive music nerds. Yeah. So that also really helps. She's like a good... Good selector as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, you know, one of the hardest things I think is choosing a single but like a, you, you have these songs and you don't actually know what they sound like because you've listened to them like 500 times. Because like we mix all of our own music. We do everything except for master it. So 
we by the time we're done with it you're done with it well, well we would have yeah, literally like thousands <laughs> of times yeah. you know okay. so having someone else to be like that song you know straight up as a single that helps so much mm. yeah love it um also yeah i forgot to bring this up but this is one of my favorite gauchi yarns ever i've ever had with a friend and i have plenty of gauchi yarns <laughs> <laughs> i just showed to make like music and stuff I'm like, dude, I don't know what to pin it down to, but it sounds just just sort of sounds like if Purple Sneakers made a band, that's what it did sound like. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that is the biggest compliment I've ever given anyone. <laughs> yeah, because and one of the first songs I ever reviewed on Purple Sneakers was a Gauchi song. Oh, oh really? The Which the one? Name, oh, it comes I full circle. Blinds with the name. He's, <laughs> you said you're horrible. I'm a fake fan, okay? <laughs> I don't like the new stuff. <laughs> oh no, I'll find it. Is it a bad because, review? No, it was glowing. <laughs> there was new stuff then, so I guess. Yeah, like, yeah. I just copy pasted. Yeah. I copy pasted probably just my like, press release. Yeah. <laughs> Journalism one and one. No. Um. All right, let's get into it. Small talk time. Oh, sweet. Obviously, siblings. Yes. What was the one thing either you did growing up, just like proper pest, or just like something that just gave you the shits? Come on, I'm sure you've got plenty about me. just cry at the drum of it. Oh, come on. Not on a podcast. But that was really annoying. You're a very sensitive boy. Oh, I was a winder as well. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, Antonia, from about the age, how old were you? 14 (laughs) onwards, absolutely just like refused to give me a bar of like anything. We just like wouldn't. Until, Until I turned 18, it was just like, there was the... She would just tell me to get out, like go away all the time. Damn. I was really annoying though, you know. I just like wanted to hang out with my sister and all her friends. Yeah. I, like, I think I was just like an emo teenager. Yeah. As well. Adolescence. Yeah. Real big into my chemical romance. <laughs> AFI. And it comes out. Yeah. I'm still going through that. <laughs> my childhood phase. Another very highly contested Paratalks question I ask everyone that mm. always ruffles feathers. What's the goat? Takeaway. We're talk- so we'll do two yeah, categories. Yeah, yeah. One mainstream, so like your KFC versus Macca's versus Supporto versus Agalo. And then one. <laughs> Agalo. <laughs> no, Agalo is, ma- is mainstream now. Okay. Or versus. Or, and then another section for like independent takeaways. It's like your Clems, yeah. Frangos, yeah. Mm-hmm. all those good things. Um, okay. I'm a KFC man through and through. Yeah, oh, 100%. But it depends if you yeah, eat meat, yeah. though, because Casey has no non-meat options. Yeah, yeah that's true. Unless you get, like, chips and yeah. potato. Well, I'm, I, I don't eat gluten, so I can't oh. eat the majority of these things anymore. But I, McDonald's was... Like, always after a show, we, we go but, and yeah. eat McDonald's. Or, KFC like, is truly on the, the way best. Back I, had, Felix, I, I hadn't eaten KFC eaten until KFC I was, like, like, a handful of times. 18. That was the first <laughs> I was first. Like, you were older than that, maybe, like, in your 20s. Yeah, I'd never eaten KFC. I love it. I didn't. I think it, you've you've got to eat it as a kid to like rate it. Really? Later, it's good, but <laughs> oh, dude, it's, it's the a bit best. soggy. It's always a bit that's soggy. The best. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. You can I feel, feel like it's soggy in your stomach. That's when you. I know. feel like to like the sog, you have to have nostalgia. You know? Yeah, maybe, maybe that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, um, independent. We run VN Street Foods quite a bit yeah. in Marrickville because mm. that's where the studio is. And I live there. It's cheap and yummy. There's this place called Double Tap um, on Smith Street in Marrickville Double where tap. we go and get sandwiches from all the time as well. Like, yeah, that's, that's the it. spot. But actually on the corner of Antonio and Alf Street is a... Um, it's called Owl's Fried Chicken. And yeah. They do a Zinger Burger. <laughs> Ooh, named the Zinger Burger. Sorry, I don't want to get them in trouble. <laughs> yeah. We're done this all out. KFC but it's so this. good. It's pretty good. It's insane. And I was like, guys, our sponsor is KFC. Also, that's why you like KFC so much. You open the door and the colonel's out there. (laughs) Do you understand the things I'll do to have a KFC sponsor? (laughs) I will get a zinger after this now. Yeah. For morning tea. (laughs) Morning tea. For brunch. Um, And then the last sort of... This is like the worst question I've asked. (laughs) That's fine. You're going to hate me for this. Unless, you know, some people like this question, some people don't. It's like a neck nominate. You gotta call someone out, or be more serious. You gotta like who deserves their story told on this platform. Who do you think would be a great interview? Who should I have on next? Oh, gosh. Clarissa Mai. Clarissa Mai, yeah. 
May, sorry. Oh. Said it wrong. Chris and May. I've, I've, that's gone through my head so many times, yeah. With um, Solo episodes, all of you. <laughs> yeah, each of yeah, us where, we di- where we dish the shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <Gouchy> reveals all. <laughs> the break, the the tell all. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a current affair interview. Yeah, that's it. Once we break up, we'll do individual <laughs> interviews. And we'll tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> you just manifested that now. It's game over. Oh, no, no, you gotta, you gotta make it like you gotta say it so then you don't manifest it. Yeah. If you anti manifest, I feel like if you if you. If you can't joke about it, yeah, it'll yeah. happen. Yeah, it'll happen. Is that the saying? I'm not, I don't think so. I think that's <laughs> it now. I think that's the saying. Yeah. yeah. Felix just can't joke it. about it. It's. I love it. You're just deflecting the question I asked. <laughs> um, who's three answers? I answered. <laughs> no, we need three answers. We need three answers. Chris oh. is um, definitely on the targets list. She's in an Excel sheet. That's good. Waiting to be targeted. Um threw me under the bus with this question. I can't think of anyone. There's some good DJs. good DJs. I need some DJ representation. You should put Maya on here. Yeah, Huge. Maybe, the yeah. call out. <laughs> Maya and Dan. My, yeah, Maya and Dan need to be for the record in modern <laughs> Parry Talks. Parry Talks for the record. Yeah. <laughs> Parry Talks it's about the record. It's cross-pollination. Um, We've had a couple industry personnel on, but they're not as fun as the artists. I would have said Moz, but you wrote. That's why they work in the industry. Two. We could just have Moz on again. I'm sure you'd love that. I could have a weekly podcast with Moz. That'd be fucking hilarious. You just could. You should be able to rename rename it to Parry Talks to Moz. (laughs) 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 Moz talks. Yeah, just Moz Moz talks. You know what? You know the best thing about him is. He'll be listening to this because he'll know. Oh yeah. He's been waiting for it. Just sitting at home with a cup of tea. Let's go. Yeah. Got a, you know, got a ret- he gave me a shout out in his one, so I got to return the shout out. Exactly, yeah. What about Sydney Bass? Oh yeah, oh, that'd be Bates cool. Hassett and uh, Michael Hassett and Mitch Tolman. Mitch Tolman. Endless. Yeah, see the brains in this group is. <laughs> Tell you. Yes. Um. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna that see why it raffles people's feelings. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> um, Parry talks. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. Thanks so Thank much for having you. us. Thank Always you. welcome back as well. Next release, whatever. Thank Pull you. up. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, if you're listening this far, um, do you guys have a show at Frida's? Yeah, 13th. 13th of November. November. Friday the 13th. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Friday the 13th. Be no there. costumes allowed. Two, two <laughs> yeah, shows? Yeah, if you dress up. <laughs> two shows. Yeah. Early in the late. Yeah, early in the late. Early in the mid. Mid, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it's like a yeah, 10.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's late for COVID. It's late for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you, I admit to buy tickets, but I will buy tickets. But if you see me at the show and you quote this interview, mm. I'll buy you a beer. That's the rule. Sweet. Damn. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Stay safe. You too. Wear a mask. Woo! <laughs> <laughs>